everyone, welcome to Her Journey Podcast, where we talk with incredible, talented, and powerful women about their experiences. My name is Aline, and I'm your host, and today I'm joined with Monzi, the founder of STEM Without Boundaries and student at the University of Michigan. All right, yeah, so just to start off, I think it would be great to just have you introduce yourself a bit more, just so that you can kind of let the audience know a little bit more about who you are. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast here today. I'm so um, incredibly honored and this is such a cool opportunity. Um, Just like Aline said, my name is Monsi um, and I am a freshman at the University of Michigan's College of Engineering where I'm studying computer science. Um, My pronouns are she and her. I'm really passionate about women empowerment and bringing DE&I to the tech space. Um, And in my free time, I love drinking boba um, and watching Marvel movies. And I'm just excited to share a little bit more about STEM Without Boundaries um, and all the amazing work that our team does. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. So yeah, from what I know about you, you have a really strong interest in STEM and technology specifically. Um, And so I guess just to start off, I'd love to know where this passion of yours stemmed from and why you decided to kind of further explore it. Yeah, for sure. So originally, um, when I was younger, I was never actually interested in STEM at all. Um, I like it just never seemed like a potential career path to me just because I didn't really know that many women around me um, that were pursuing this kind of career. Um, I only actually got introduced to STEM um, during my sophomore year of high school where I took a programming class, um, like an intro to programming class um, that was kind of like an elective. So it was just something that I like had to take to fulfill my like class requirements. Um, So I went into this class thinking that I wouldn't really enjoy it. Um, But you know, throughout the class, I realized that this is something that is actually so amazing. Um, And that, you know, computer science is super cool, because you get to create things out of like you can create really cool things like games. Um, you can work on projects in that class where you get to design like websites and really cool things um, just through the power of coding. Um, and I think that's just amazing. Um, there's a ton of like problem solving that goes into it. And I really love like the um, teamwork and collaboration part of it that goes into computer science. I feel like often it's seen as something that's, um, you know, you're just, you envision like kind of like this stereotype that it's just like, you know, um, people coding by themselves in like cubicles. Um, mm-hmm. In reality, it's so much more than that. And it's truly like a collaborative process where you're just, you know, continuing to um, problem solve and just um, work with other people to like find efficient solutions. Um, so that's kind of where I um, found my passion for computer science. Um, and I definitely, you know, saw that there was a huge um, lack of women in my class. Like I was only one of three girls in the entire class. And that definitely, you know, was something that I I didn't like because I was like, there's, there's definitely, you know, I feel like there's so many more women would be interested in this if they were just introduced to it at a younger age um, and that they, you know, can see other women that are pursuing this career path and knowing that they belong in this field. Um, So that's kind of how like STEM without boundaries in a way started because I wanted to have 
younger students introduced to STEM at an earlier age. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, to answer your question, that is how I became first interested in computer science and tech as, as a whole um, in the STEM space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really, really cool. And I definitely see this really great passion that you have for computer science and technology in general. So I think that's really awesome. Um, I guess when you or after kind of you first started to explore this subject um, and you took on different experiences related to tech and related to STEM, are there any favorite experiences um, in specific or in particular uh, or any STEM-based opportunities you had that just left a really big impact on you or that you just especially loved? Yeah, for sure. Um, I um, was a part of our high school robotics team um, where with with that um with with that team that I was working with um I wasn't on like the robot side but I was on the outreach side where I got a lot of cool experiences to encourage younger students um to pursue careers in STEM there was like a ton of outreach opportunities related to that um but another really awesome opportunity that I encourage all young women um, to join, especially if they're interested in tech, um, or even if they're not, it's just a really great, like coding in general is just a great skill to have, um, mm -hmm. is Code with Classy. And Co Code with Classy is essentially a um, summer program, which is like around two weeks long um, for young women in high school, where they can get to learn how to code in a very supportive and encouraging environment um, where they can work on app development, they can work on website development, um, and they get to do these really cool projects with another team, um, teammate. Um, so like when I was a part of the program, um, during my junior year summer. Um, I absolutely loved it. I got to work with um, this girl who was just as like excited about me as, you know, coding and it really our like environment that we had like our IAs, which is like the um, instructor that teaches the um, course kind of like she was super supportive and like all the other girls um, that were in our like quote unquote house is what they call it. Um, we're just so friendly and it was just so nice to like engage with other women who are in this field because I feel like that's often some something that's like, you know, hard to do is like find other women that are interested in tech. Um, mm -hmm. So it's just a really great community to be a part of um, if that's something that, you know, you're interested in or just anyone listening to this, um, if you'd like to check it out. Um, that was one of my favorite moments of that summer was Code with Classy. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. I actually talked to a few people before on the podcast who are also mm -hmm. you know, interested in tech and STEM, and they also mentioned Code with Classy. So, Thank you for emphasizing this opportunity. I definitely think it's super helpful for mm -hmm. anyone who is interested in, you know, this field. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I know you talked a little bit about your love for computer science. And so I know also that there are some other specific topics within the STEM field that you're pretty interested in. For example, I think you mentioned artificial intelligence to me was something that you um, were interested in as well. So, I'd love to know what type of what types of these topics specifically appeal to you and why you would say they're just so interesting to you in general. 
Yeah, of course. Um, so I think definitely um, computer science is just such a broad field. There's so many things that you can do within it. Um, you know, you can work on, you know, fintech, um, which is something that I'm really interested in. I think that it's really cool um, to see how you can branch, you know, finance with technology. Um, like, for example, one of my mentors, she's at... Um, JP Morgan Chase, and she is currently um, in the fintech space, and she talks a lot about how, um, you know, their, the work that she's doing is a very, like, collaborative, and she's really getting an opportunity to combine her passion for, like, working with tech as well as, like, working into finance, um, and there's a lot of cool, like, elements also, um, like, outside of that, such as, like, artificial intelligence, machine learning, it's just incredible to see, um, in my opinion, because so much of, so many of the technologies that we use today, um, you know, like, Alexa or Siri, you know, kind of, like, the big ones um, are, you know, because of AI, and just, like, the things that we're, you know, con constantly, like, that surround us are really uh, because of like the power of technology um so that's just some of the things that I'm interested in mm -hmm. definitely yeah all sounds really really cool so yeah thank you so much for sharing um and yeah in addition to your interest in STEM I know you also dedicate a lot of your time to serving your community for example I think through Girl Scouts you mentioned um and also your own projects like STEM Without Boundaries which we'll definitely talk more about later um so I think it would be really cool to learn about what originally led you to this passion for serving your community and getting involved in all of the service work? Yeah, for sure. That's a great question. Um, so I have been a part of Girl Scouts since I was in kindergarten. Um, it's been the biggest community um, that I've been a part of and like one of my favorite, you know, places um, where I've just gotten like so much support and encouragement with other young women that, you know, are just like kind of like my sisters um, and also like a ton of my mentors um, have given me a ton of support from the Girl Scout community. So, um, and that's actually where STEM Without Boundaries started um, because growing up um, I was a part of, you know, the Girl Scout community and we have something called like the highest award in Girl Scouting, which is called the Gold Award. And with the Gold Award, um, we essentially choose a project in our community um, and for me at the time, like I told you before, I was really, you know, I was really determined to make sure that like no other women had to like walk into a class where she was just one of three girls surrounded by like people who had been like coding since they were like literally coding since birth. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and it just felt really intimidating. And I didn't want other women to kind of go through that. Um, so that was something that I was passionate about is, you know, getting more young women interested in STEM at a younger age. So I decided to focus my project around that. Um, and because of that, um, because of that, I ended up hosting STEM nights in my community. Um, and a STEM night is essentially a place where families um, and students can come together and learn about STEM in a very interactive, hands-on and fun environment. Um, I love to call it a STEM carnival because I truly think that it's, you know, a place where kids can get really excited and get to explore like all these amazing, you know, careers um, from different um, businesses, um, local organizations, engineering students, um, and 
like I remember like at these STEM nights we had like I think the third STEM night that I held there were around like 743 people um in a cafeteria room and it's crazy to imagine that now because like obviously COVID um but this was like pre-COVID um and there were 743 people in our um gymnasium and they like all these kids were getting to go to different booths um and explore like different activities like lemon volcanoes um they got to make paper airplanes there was like a virtual 3d um like op like glasses operator it was so cool like kids got to play video games with it um and there were just so many different you know people there from different backgrounds um really show showcasing to the students that stem is something that's for everyone and that they can be successful at it um and you know not only was this just like a, a stem event like i feel like it was it was more than that because we had like a dj there was pizza there was food um it was just such a lively and fun you know environment to be in um for the community and i um and like after after that happened um we i spoke with the assistant superintendent of our school district um and we actually had like a panel conversation with other tech leaders um and school educators about like how we can you know encourage schools to create like a supportive and friendly environment for more young women to join stem um and just after seeing like the overall impact that um I was able to make in my community, I definitely wanted to give that opportunity to other, you know, students across the country and in other communities where they could, you know, host a sun night and have a similar impact um, to get these younger, you know, kids involved because it was truly like such a magical feeling to see that night come together and see all these students getting to like explore these careers and get excited about STEM at such a young age. Um, like we had students from like kindergarten all the way up through sixth grade. And it was just so adorable seeing like their little faces, um, getting to, you know, work on like these projects and get to meet, um, you know, inspiring role models who they can look up to. Um, so that's, that's how kind of like STEM Without Boundaries started. And my Girl Scout project um, kind of was was the reason behind that. And um, my mentor that was helping me with my Girl Scout project is also the same person that was able to help me with kind of like the legal work that goes into starting, you know, a 501c3 and getting your tax exempt status. Um, so definitely I cannot, you know, emphasize how grateful I am for like all the support that I've gotten from the Girl Scout community um, and just like everyone um, in the community in general, who's just, you know, been so supportive and encouraging. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that sounds so amazing. I, I love that concept of STEM nights. Um, and I know that's a really central part to your organization, actually. Um, and I think actually focusing more on your nonprofit. Um, I'm wondering if, you know, if STEM, I know that STEM nights are, you know, something really important to your nonprofit. Um, and I think it'd be also cool to learn about some of the other projects that you've worked on in the past with STEM Without Boundaries, whether that be events that you've held or any other mm -hmm. specific work you've done, or maybe even any new projects that you're planning right now or um, have in store for the future. Yeah, for sure. Um, so in the past, um, we have worked on our 2020 
Tech Series, which is where we interviewed 34 panelists um, who were professionals um, in the workplace at companies like Google, Microsoft, and NASA, as well as um, students from top tier colleges, such as Harvard um, and UC Berkeley. And they were kind of talking us through about like some of their experiences and their journeys through STEM, um, and also giving advice to students about, you know, how to land internships, how to work on, you know, bettering your resume, just like topics and, you know, words of wisdom that can help high school and college students be successful um, in pursuing careers in STEM. I think it's really helpful to, you know, have mentors and people that you can like, you know, learn from and like ask, you know, questions if they have, you know, if they're just, you know, wondering about like what to do next. Um, so during our 2020 tech series, it was amazing because we were able to reach over a through it, like a thousand students um, signed up to listen to our tech series, which was launched and they got to watch and they had access to like all these like amazing videos. Um, so that's been like one of my favorite projects that I've specifically, you know, worked with hands-on. Um, and some exciting things we have planned currently Actually, our diversity, equity, and inclusion team is actually currently working on a podcast to spotlight minority voices um, and share with our audience like what it's like to have a career in STEM and just journeys through STEM, as well as our outreach team is working on career series right now, which is kind of like a sequel to tech series, except um, the difference is that we're trying to highlight a variety of you know, STEM that are maybe not as well known. Um, so like, you know, marine biology um, and just like different careers that maybe might not be as well known as like, you know, an engineer or a doctor, kind of like the things that you, that people like kind of initially think of when they think of STEM. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think the impact you're making is just seriously so incredible. Like a thousand people, that is really, really impressive. Um, and I'm actually really excited to see like all these initiatives come up in the future. I definitely wish you luck with all of them. It sounds super exciting. Um, and I know you actually Aww, mentioned- Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I know you mentioned a little bit about your team and how you're planning for these upcoming initiatives. And I absolutely think that having a strong team is super important when you want to know um, or just make sure that your plans or goals come together. Um, and I know, again, like you carrying out a project as large as this comes obstacles. And so during your time leading or developing this prof uh, nonprofit, did you face any struggles or just come across any struggles in particular? Um, and for your team, actually, I'd love to know a little bit more about how your team worked together to either create that impact or overcome these challenges together. Yeah, for sure. So I think definitely um, a huge part of like um, running a nonprofit is definitely like, like being a part of a team. There is no way um, like, like I cannot like take credit for like all of the work that we do um, that like truly the work that we are doing as a nonprofit is because of our amazing team and like the hardworking directors that are just so talented and passionate about STEM. Um, they are just phenomenal. Um, 
like everyone on our team is seriously so cool. Um, I'm like amazed by every single one of them. Um, and so definitely like one of the challenges initially was finding people that were, you know, just as passionate about STEM as we are and really align with our mission statement. Um, and I think the way that we were kind of able to overcome that was by like kind of initially our team was like very small um, and we used um, the power of social media to kind of share our mission and spread the word about what we do to get other people um, from across the country who are interested in our mission. Um, I definitely think it's definitely not easy sometimes because there's like so much like with you know, obviously these projects, there's like so much time and energy that goes into it. So I think initially for me, it was learning about how to kind of balance um, my time with like, you know, balancing school, balancing, you know, STEM without boundaries. Um, mm -hmm. But really, it's taught me just how to, you know, set like my priorities, how to time manage, um, and really make sure that you know, I'm spending like my time doing the things that I truly love. Um, I feel like that's, that's something that I like to tell everyone, like make sure that, you know, anything that you're a part of and anything that you do in general in life is something that you genuinely really enjoy um, and don't waste time doing stuff that you, you don't like. Um, so, you know, definitely like with STEM Without Boundaries, I feel like I've been able to find more of my voice and find what my real passions are. Um, mm -hmm. And that's that's something that, you know, is really valuable to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing. I'm, I'm really glad you actually brought up, you know, the lessons that you've learned also from overcoming these types of struggles, because mm -hmm. I think, you know, the audience will definitely find those valuable, especially for all those future change makers out there. Um, and yeah, I know that, you know, your organization is going to continue being super impactful. So um, I'm absolutely excited for that. Um, and I know that you are, you know, focused a lot on service and serving others, um, you know, empathy and inclusion. And so I think that it would be pretty cool to kind of hear about how you specifically make diversity, equity, and inclusion a part of your nonprofit set of goals, um, along with just any other goals that you might have for both your nonprofit and for yourself. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I love to start off by highlighting another amazing organization called Built by Girls. Um, and I encourage all women um, who are, you know, whether you're in high school or whether you're a college student to sign up for the WAVE program um, that Built by Girls hosts. And essentially it's, um, Built by Girls is an organization that pairs you with um, a mentor in the STEM space um, that you can, you know, have like coffee chats with um, like once a month and learn more about their career. Um, but really, it's amazing because you just get to, you know, broaden your network and make connections um, and just get to like learn from other people who have been in your shoes before. Um, so through the Built by Girls program, I actually met um, one of the most amazing um, mentors and women that I know. Um, and she actually, like me and her had a ton of conversations about um, DE&I in the workspace and kind of like her experiences through navigating that. Um, and we kind of just had a lot of, you know, heart to heart conversations that really taught me like the true meaning of 
diversity. It's not just always like, you know, having um, people from different backgrounds at the table, but it's more than that. It's, it's also about like making sure that they feel, you know, included, that making sure that they feel comfortable um, being their authentic selves. I feel like, you know, diversity has these other two components, inclusion and equity, that are just as important. Um, and so through our conversations, um, she actually helped me launch our very first diversity, equity and inclusion team as a part of STEM Without Boundaries. Um, and, you know, our world is constantly changing. There are so many, you know, things that are just happening on a day-to-day -day basis um, and I truly think that it's important for people to build empathy into their lives and you know create a space where everyone feels comfortable being themselves because we all have you know so many unique things to bring to the table regardless of like what your background is your socioeconomic status um, you know regardless of our differences like, I truly believe that, like, all of us, you know, as a community are just so much stronger when we celebrate those differences and come together as, as like, one. Um, and so that's, that's kind of how, like, our DE&I team started. Um, that's kind of, like, the vision for it is to just really make sure that, you know, not only is, you know, STEM Without Boundaries as a team, you know, a place where our directors and executive directors can, you know, feel like they are a part of like this community where you know all of us are here to support each other but also like in general in the stem space and beyond that um really making sure that you know it's a place where people are just comfortable being themselves and happy with that um so that's kind of like our our, our vision for it um and really just you know bringing more awareness to about it i think DEI is definitely a very new space um so there's like a lot of like conversations and discussions that i think are just really essential to have um with how like with all the things that are going on in our world right now, um, it's just a really nice place to just be able to share your thoughts in a very, and your thoughts and ideas um, in like a place where you aren't gonna be judged. Um, so that's a little bit about our DE&I team. They have done amazing projects, um, like, you know, hosting panel discussions. They've had conversations and sessions um, and workshops with our team. Um, and right now they're working on a podcast, but they are just a wonderful group of directors um, who are just really looking to create a very inclusive and equitable space for um, everyone. So, yeah, I hope that kind of answers your question. I'm not sure if I missed something there. I like, I don't know. Did I answer the question? No, oh, yeah, yeah. You I forgot what the original question was. No, no, yeah. You definitely answered the question super well. Um, I think absolutely the work that you're doing is amazing. And I love to see that this is all a part of, you know, your organization and your overall mission. Um, and I'm definitely excited to see all of the future work that you have planned unfold. Um, so I guess to sort of wrap things up, um, do you have any last pieces of advice or maybe any tips for young women in STEM hoping to pursue a career in this field or just kind of advocate for change like you are? Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely, I would um, tell like all my young women that, you know, you like women in general are just like powerhouse queens. Like, you know, we are just, you know, 
awesome. Like I truly believe that, you know, women have so much power and so much passion um, that they can bring to the table. And, you know, I would just say like, don't be afraid of going after things that you're really passionate about. And don't be afraid of, you know, I know it's like kind of cliche, but like, don't be afraid of failure or rejection. Um, because, you know, when one door closes, another one opens. So really don't be um don't be afraid to go out there and shoot your shot um you know the worst thing that can really happen is just like you being able to use that experience as a learning opportunity um and i would just say like be confident in like who you are as a person um like don't be afraid of bringing your voice to the table i think that like a lot of you know women sometimes like underestimate how valuable their opinions and ideas can be. Um, and really like, don't be afraid to be different. Like it's okay to not always conform to kind of like the stereotypes um, and conventions that like society places on women, especially. Um, so I would just really say like, you know, it's you're, you're amazing just the way that you are um, and you have so much to offer um, to the community and beyond that. Um, and I'm just really excited to see like, you know, what you do, um, as well as like other women listening to the podcast or just other people in general. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I truly think that, you know, women have a lot to bring to the table. Um, and it's really just a matter of like finding the right, you know, opportunities and resources to connect them. Um, but yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really amazing advice. And I absolutely agree. Um, I think everything you said is so beautifully put. Um, and I guess just before we actually end the episode, um, if you have any social media or any platforms you'd like to shout out, feel free to do that. Yeah, for sure. So if you are looking to get more information about STEM Without Boundaries, you can go ahead and check out our website, um, stemwithoutboundaries.org. We are actually launching our team applications in December. So stay tuned for those on our social media platforms. Our Instagram is at stemwithoutboundaries. Um, and yeah, if, if you guys have any questions, I'd be more than happy um, to answer anything. Feel free to, you know, contact me. I'm more than happy um, to just help and be a mentor um, and, you know, just help you in any way possible. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone should definitely check out all those platforms. Um, and thank you so much again for just being a guest today and taking the time out of your busy schedule to speak with me. It was honestly a pleasure having this conversation with you. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. I loved getting to, you know, share some of my experiences and stories. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, that, you know, all the other, you know, panelists on here and yourself, you guys are just all amazing. And I'm just so excited to be a part of the conversation. Mm -hmm.